I'm Cynthia. And I'm Lynn. We are zhuzhed up. So, we are zhuzhed up with when color, design, and style come together. Absolutely. And this event is a collaboration between two Geminis, interior designers, who love color and creating unique design styles to enhance our clients' interiors. And my name in full is Lynn Templey, and I am, my company is Colore Interior Design, and I am a passionate color expert. Um, when I was in the fashion, uh, the international fashion industry in London, I coined the phrase zhuzhing. Often I would look at people, my clients, and they weren't quite together. So zhuzhing means just to sort of pull the look together and which was very, very successful. Then I parlayed that and transitioned into Vancouver into mainstream interior design. And um, I noticed oftentimes when I was, uh, when, when I was staging my clients' homes, um, after it was all finished, they would say, oh my gosh, I just never knew that my home could look so beautiful. And voila, I thought, judging, I should, rather than my clients have to, having to spend thousands of dollars on mainstream interior design, I thought, why, why, why not just judge their homes so they could be living in the homes they'd always wanted, minus the thousands of dollars. So it would involve um, just moving, rearranging furniture a bit, introducing color on the walls, beautiful accessories. Um, and in short, you know, just make the homes look more beautiful and livable in rather than when they come to the point of sale. So this zhuzhing became my success connection. And I now would love to introduce to you my beautiful, brilliant fellow collaborator, unique style creator, Cynthia Ayurinde. Thank okay. you, Lynn. <laughs> my name is Cynthia Ayurinde, and my company is called Unique Design Styles. And I'm passionate about helping my clients find their individual unique design style. Um, I work both in residential and commercial design in the multifamily industry. And um, I found that, you know, the benefit of working in the commercial design industry is that people have, you know, big budgets and can create very unique uh, designs that are in the space. And when my residential clients, um, you know, they wanted to kind of have the same kind of effect. Uh, but a lot of times, again, like Lynn said, the budgets weren't quite there. Sometimes they would give me photographs of different interiors and they would like, please recreate this. And, um, you know, sometimes that create was like a full you know, remodel budget and they were like them thinking I can't use design services. So um, I thought the best thing to do is to kind of determine what their unique design style was instead of them trying to copy what they see in the magazines. And then we can utilize what they already have in their homes and add, you know, beautiful colors and accessories to, like Lynn said, to zhuzh it up. And it's funny because um, I found that uh, term from a reality show and I would always say, hey, we just will give it a little zhuzh. And when Lynn and I were talking, we were both like, we both use that same term. That's amazing. <laughs> so that we definitely have to do a collaboration. And um, we actually met through this wonderful workshop uh, from Luba Evans, who is our guest today. And she's an amazing love coach. And so Luba, welcome. Welcome to our show and tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, thank you so much for this warm introduction. I'm so excited that you're doing it, this zhuzhing 
it's so in my blood as well yeah so yeah i'm a love coach as you know and i love color too and i would love to learn from you guys how you use it and and of course uh, it's been also my journey to use color and become more and more i guess conscious and masterful in it and what would you like to know what's important for your audience okay for our audience i wanted to know what made you decide to become a love coach and then how have you become successful in that? Mm -hmm. Okay. What made me decide to be a love coach is that before I was a spiritual teacher, I was teaching meditation and tantric meditation. And what I saw was that there were many really amazing, beautiful, conscious, powerful women who needed a partner. And it was challenging to find a partner on their level. And I took it as a personal challenge. And... Uh, how I succeeded, I created a program, I created a, I created a kind of bulletproof approach, which includes the internal healing, which is very deep. And I work now that like you haven't yet even seen those metaphorical cards that I'm creating, the tarot, this new tarot deck is amazing. And also I work with very deep that away meditations, as you know, that work very deeply and provide healing very fast. And also kick-ass communication strategies, which are very powerful. And of course, our community that you're both a part of, as you know, it's really one of a kind. So all of us supporting each other and using this step-by-step uh, -step framework, this, I guess this is what makes it very successful. Yeah, wonderful. Well, I know when you're working with us, you have also talked about color. And so what is the 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 essence the element that you think women need to bring out in themselves so they can find love yeah oh my god this is such a great question well you know as one of the petals one of the aspects of love blueprint is feminine radiance and um, leaning into our femininity is about embracing life in all of its colors and shapes and brightness and actually just becoming a life yeah and so i already uh, shared that most men and we're talking right now about men women okay forgive me if you're not in that category <laughs> right now but let's say when i work with men they would say oh i really was attracted to a twinkle in her eye so people are really attracted to each other by their aliveness right mm -hmm. and so aliveness and color they come together because look like right now in covid time when we are kind of uh, forced to explore our inner world and inner gardens and 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 nature around us all of a sudden some people notice oh my god there are so many colors nature is giving us so much there's this and there are those butterflies and this this hue and that shade and this and all of a sudden we understand that the whole world is a feast of color the life is a feast of color and so yeah so that's why i think that when somebody pushes the envelope to get out of the regular safe, um, safe uh, palette, right? Am I pronouncing the word correctly? Mm -hmm. Palette, palette, palette. Yes. When, when they push it, right? They go into, they take a risk. They start living, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. when the color that's coming in is bright. And I am a fan of some colors, definitely for for the feminine <laughs> that I think work 
well for dating. That's wonderful. <laughs> and on the, to continue the color, but more specifically, how do you think color and defining their unique style helps your clients with their confidence and ability to find love? Like how does the color, you know, and unique style, how does that yeah, and play out? Absolutely. So unique style. This is all about getting out of self-judgment, right? Getting out of this trap of perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And so when you own your unique beauty, you, you own your particular way of being in the world, you don't have to compare yourself to anybody else anymore. So that gives a lot of confidence. And so owning your unique beauty includes your unique shape and your unique color, what we used to call high feminine, high value feminine brand, high, high feminine value brand. <laughs> The friend, you know, when you know that, okay, this is me, this is what I really need. So that's one, one part. Second part is when we are in the feminine, we are, are really in touch with our real emotions and feelings. And so I wake up in the morning and I, I kind of scan myself and examine myself and say, okay, so what am I feeling like today? How is life flowing through me today? what is the color that I resonate with today? And so it could be blue, like what Cynthia is wearing right now, actually, or it could be this interesting shade of red that, that Lynn is uh, wearing. But that is honoring our feelings also. That is also giving us confidence. And in terms of attractiveness in general, of course, the brighter you are, the more full of life you are, the more attractive and magnetic you are. So definitely in that way, color also works. And plus there's color therapy, right? So sometimes we actually choose a color that we need the most in the moment. Yeah, yeah that also happens. It's interesting how it's, it's almost an organic, isn't it, uh, process. Um, and you obviously have an extremely colorful life, an extremely colorful life, Lou, where everything about you exudes color, um, <clears throat> creating success with the lives of uh, women through your company, Magnetic Women. Is that the, that, that's the most, that's what you're calling magnetic women? Because I know you are uh, tweaking and. Uh... Yeah, well, with the new deck of cards, the, the tarot yeah. cards is called Soulmate Codes. And so the next program is called Soulmate Codes. But there is still a magnetic woman community. Yes. Love it. Everything. Yeah. So then how would you envision adding more color to your personal, to you, to Luba's personal style and your life space, workspace, living space? Beautiful question. Actually, I was really shocked. One of our magnetic women who lives in Barcelona got on my case and she said, Luba, you're not full, you're winter, you need to try all this cobalt, metallic, you remember Hunter maybe. Yeah. Uh, Hunter, yeah, and, and so the whole new way of being opened up for me. So I started using this cobalt shade and some metallic shade shades, and a very unusual metallic shade, which is called cosmic purple for my lips. And all of a sudden, like what? Yeah, and what I love is to be surprised, you know. Actually, like let's say, like I felt really comfortable in this whole kind of organic Mother Earth kind of brick, brick kind of uh, earthy style because you know i'm an old hippie and so obviously i was <laughs> connected to that but then she really shifted me and she said look those things are more royal we can we, you can really start charging more money <laughs> you start wearing winter colors seriously yeah 
And so, believe it or not, so I bought I bought this um, something with this dark cobalt blue and lighter, and I showed up in it. And at first, the first moment, I didn't feel very comfortable because I felt like, well, that's not me. I ne never in my life wore this color, but everyone loved it so much, and I, I did feel different. I in the winter in this winter palette, I felt more royal definitely and less you know organic and everything i used to love was kind of loose you know and it made me more how would i say it? maybe more wild which is great but i'm already really wild so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know so maybe adding that royal blue uh, those metallics gave me some kind of a better how would i say vessel like better shape more discipline in a certain way so that is interesting Definitely. that is interesting yeah because i think also it allows you when you make that change like you said you have to own it and so that was a new shift that was a transition for you to own a different look a different life and different like you said call to what you want to put out to the world yeah absolutely and also and i think i told you guys this story and that story is also in women who run with the wolves about a girl with red shoes right the red shoes so the red shoes red in, in general symbolizes arousal it symbolizes something that could be forbidden a little bit like from the patriarchy and so when a woman wears red lipstick red dress red shoes it symbolizes that she owns her desire and and that she's not afraid to be noticed that and i can tell you you know if you go to like before covid after covid when you go to a bar <laughs> when you go anywhere to a public place in a restaurant you're going to see that the woman in red is going to attract a lot of attention it just happens it's just a given because she is signaling that yeah i am here i am for example right now i'm wearing red but it's not that red <laughs> so my red is kind of like this uh, how would you describe it it's maroon wine. it's maroon maroon bag wine yeah wine wine very lucky yeah. Yeah. yeah and so what what for me oh, what this symbolizes right now is that i'm mature like a good aged old wine and i'm ageless like a good old wine right and also like it's a little bit transparent as well you see it's like a lace so the symbol also is that, well, okay, there are some parts of me which you can see and then there are others that you can't, but the whole thing is still sophisticated and light on me, right? So it's a whole message. So this, that, like I have a very deep relationship with red. So now I'm exploring other relationships. Well, I love, I mean, continuing on the, yeah, and continuing on the theme of red, when you had that amazing retreat that I went to, and you had the exercise that we should all get dressed in red, and um, as much as we could, and, um, you know, go out um, to the town and just see what happened. And it really is a very, it's such a tactile, and it, conjures up all these passionate emotions because I'm all about being passionate and then you take ownership of your femininity and it's it's very very primal so that was a fabulous exercise we had we had one young lady um, uh, who we nicknamed or who became Carmen who went into this great restaurant bar or whatever and within seconds in the time that it took me to get out from the car that I was arriving I don't think you know this story Cynthia to the time it got me to get into the time it took me should I say that to get into the restaurant she was always sipping champagne and sort of you know planning weddings not quite <laughs> <laughs> 
it was like, so it's the Louvre touch. It became known as if we get, oh, it's the Louvre touch, you know, you wear red and this is what happens. And you exude all the magnetic personality that, uh, that Louvre uh, draws out from us. So, yeah. So the power of color and your own style are, yes, absolutely, you know, winning, winning, winning all the way. Yeah, if you want, I, I actually have the picture ready of all of us wearing red. If you want, just allow me to share my screen. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. that would be lovely. Totally. Yeah, you just need to enable and then I'll show you. I think it'll be fun. Okay. Yeah, let me try. Yep. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Look at that retreat. Oh, yes. Wow. Remember everyone? And I'm so mad I missed it. So you have to have another one because I want to go. <laughs> definitely. Yes. Definitely. My love is like, this is the first thing that when it's safe and we're ready, it's happening. Yeah. And I, I hope, you know, I hope in November, maybe. No, oh, that'd be wonderful. Yes. Exciting. Fingers crossed. Absolutely. <laughs> and I always also admire, like, when we were doing our meditations for um, the first part of COVID and lockdown, um, Cynthia created a really incredible altar, right? That that really that united everything that we were doing, and, and there were so many colors there. And uh, I think we should also show that at a certain point, but just edit it in. Okay. Yeah, no, it was it was stunning, and it's so much a part of you, Cynthia. The the just you you know you, you just exude. It's it's in your DNA, color. You know your personality is colorful, and so and it makes people so much more accessible, um, and and much more successful because people feel they feel confident when they deal with somebody who was who was portraying confidence. So it's one of those win win situations. Thank you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, that's uh, why. I find it very important to try to help my clients achieve that. You know, I think we're all doing yes. to help them. We're bringing color to the world, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. And with Luba's help. Yeah. Now, Luba, if you could wave a magic wand and take yourself back to a young woman, um, how, you know, could you have imagined what you're doing today? <laughs> it, it is like, you know, and how would you, would you change uh, those beginnings to... <laughs> to, to, to change those beginnings to, to something else? To something else. Like, are you, uh, how do you feel about um, this, this passionate, colorful life you've created for yourself? Yeah, amazing, amazing. Well, first of all, you know, I was uh, raised in Soviet Russia where we only had three colors. You know, we had brown, black, and white. That was the <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> so black is not strictly a color. So all wow. Yeah, pretty much until I was 15 years old, 95% of the people, 95% of the time, that's what they would wear. So if you would find yourself on the street in <laughs> Russia, you would be surrounded, you know, like, like I think there is a movie when everything is black and white or something, and then somebody comes in with this red. So that's not what was happening there. So color was almost prohibited, you know, like religion was prohibited or spirituality was prohibited. Color was prohibited as well. It was not communistic. I mean, maybe some red, red, red flag, you know, red, flag, red tie. Okay. Like a, like an accent, which symbolized communism, but that's it, you know, but also a specific shade of red. So yeah so to move from that to where i am now of course it took a lot of iterations so i lived you know like a like a 
mature wine, I lived through at least nine bites <laughs> of a fox. You know, I, I have at least nine tails that I used to cover my traces in the, in the sand and, and, and regroup and reinvent myself and reinvent my color and my shape and my language and my offering and my understanding of who I am <laughs> and the world and how things should be. So I'm very grateful, of course, for that very <laughs> cathartic, a transformational journey which allowed me to become such an effective coach but at that time when I was a girl you know, and I wish I could also you know maybe we can cut in that that uh, some a picture of me oh my god I have to tell you like yeah I didn't know how to dress at all in fact we had we didn't have sweaters we had a sweater you would say well okay you know I need to buy a sweater I don't have a sweater I don't have a sweater I don't have a shirt um, I, I need a dress. I don't have a dress. A dress. We had one dress. You know? Yeah. We had one sweater. So, yeah. Yeah. That sweater was black. You know? <laughs> brown. Or brown or white. Yes. Oh, I think it brown today. Yes. That's how we lived. You know? And then everything capitalistic that symbolized freedom was coming and was illegal. It was forbidden. It was coming in color. And so as little Soviet children, we were looking at those, oh my God, that comes from America. Maybe one day I will be able to somehow make it through the Iron Curtain to get into that colorful world, you know? So it was just like that, like you could make a movie about it. So in, yeah, in that respect, yeah, it was a long journey. And um, I'm still learning, you know, I'm still learning more subtlety of color and more exquisite language, but I have to say like what I've already learned, I'm pretty impressed. So in terms of what I'm doing as, as uh, helping women and working with women, actually uh, that dream came to me when I was 15 years old. And I, yeah, very early on, I have, I have, because women were really, you know, unappreciated in Russia especially at that time, it was a very macho-driven, chauvinistic country. And my mother was a feminist, and she still is one of the first feminists in Russia. So I grew up in a way that um, I saw that I, I shouldn't be taking what they are offering in terms of masculine-feminine relationship. And, and that what they were offering is that a guy can have a, a, a wife, a girlfriend, another lover, um, for example, Friday is a night with lovers. Saturday is a night with wives. Everyone is keeping their mouths shut if the guy is making money, okay? And, and another situation is like a woman who is making money, who is working, also who is going shopping, and there is no mall. They had to stay, we had to stay in lines, wait in lines to buy that one bread, <laughs> that one potato like the, the assortment in the store was probably six seven items you know and you had to stand for an hour to get them so she gets them there are no cars so she has to carry the whole thing home and then she has to cook the dinner cook dinner because he comes he expects dinner on the table and then you know she has to also give him a blowjob with nothing in return and <laughs> that is absolutely no possibility to even talk about sex or, or what a woman could possibly need. Faking an orgasm was an absolute like, kind of like accepted practice. So all of that, all of that was so unacceptable that when I was 15, you know, as a daughter of a feminist, 
I decided that I'm going to put an end to it, you know, that not on my shift, not on my watch, not going to be happening. <laughs> yeah, so it's been with me my whole life. And my friend and I, we were sharing at 15, what, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I said, well, look, you know, I want to create this place where women are going to come in and they're going to be feeling uh, kind of miserable and, and battered and this and that. But then when they come out, they're going to be like, oh, this queens and then and but at that time of course I knew nothing about coaching we didn't have even books on psychology leave alone coaching or personal development Are you kidding me like nothing but so I thought that that place is going to be where they're going to become beautiful they're going to be manicure pedicure and everyone and what was important is that that everyone is going to be treated with respect not just given the manicure, not just given that haircut, but that everyone will be giving you those treatments in a way that would boost you. So that was my first dream and my last dream, I guess. I'm just doing it in a slightly different way now. That's so amazing. It's, it, it, it really shows, you know, I think when you have that passion and you discover yeah. what you're supposed to do, it just, you know, it, it, you can't live, you know, because you probably had moments where things were difficult and you're like, I should change careers i should give up i should do something different but you couldn't do it because that's that love you have absolutely absolutely in fact i had a web development company for about 10 years in manhattan and yeah it was also great but i have to say at the end of, of the of the the whole thing i realized people hire me just because they want to talk to me just <laughs> <laughs> like those companies they just want to Tell me about the problems. And then, you know, I might as well just do this directly. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, Mother nice. Luber. Mother Luber. But that's always been you, this incredibly warm, um, embracing personality that you are so drawn to, you know, tell your, not necessarily your problems, just anything, you know, you just like this, this wonderful, incredible. Yeah. A wealth of knowledge, you know. I know. <laughs> so, um, time-wise, are we? I noticed you have some more minutes. Would you, Cynthia? Would you? Yeah, I I saw that. Yeah, they gave me a gift. Yeah. <laughs> they gave you a gift. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm hoping I'm kind of soft. <laughs> <laughs> So um, we didn't um, come up with any more questions because we wanted to keep the time. I don't know what your time yeah. looks like, Luba, but um, I don't know if you want to share a little bit more about the love codes and the... the oh, it's about the, soulmate codes. Yeah, the soulmate yeah, codes. Actually, yeah, because I think it's so exciting and I yes, tell it people is what you're doing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, because you haven't seen it yet and, you know, you can... Um, let, let, me, let me just uh, open the um, uh, deck. Let me open, like, I'm going to share my screen again because I want to show you several cards, okay? And those, those cards are really, um, I feel like they are just seriously next level and uh, metaphorical, deep, incredible. So I'm going to show the first card in the deck, first of all, which is called the trauma card. And the way we work with the card is now and you remember we started working with visuals and now it took a whole new level so we asked some questions so let me just share my screen with you uh is it happening am i sharing or not it's not sharing okay. it yeah. says multiple mm -hmm. hold on a second 
Yeah, here we go. Okay. Yeah, so this is this is the card. It's called trauma card, little girl oh trauma. My goodness. Wow. Yeah. And wonderful use of color to really emphasize. Yeah. Right? It's so evocative and the and the, the red dress, the quintessential red dress and the and the and the, the girl. And you remember how we were working with the little girl trauma so much yeah. and understanding what's happening with her, is she underwater, what's happening, like what, what do these characters remind you of in your life, what do you think, they, how do they perceive her, how does she perceive them, what she's feeling, um, how do you, when, when do you feel that way in situations right now in your life? And so we 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 look at the card, we work with it, and of course, you know me, I always have some kind of a meditation for everything. So pretty much every card has a meditation that is associated with it. So you can listen to the meditation now, and you can look at the card. So that way, you're getting the audio and the visual, and then at the end, you also get exercises and questions. And so they really really shift you when you take some concept and and now it's out from subconscious into the conscious. Another card that I want to show you is called just, the, just before you do that, I must say that literally my heart's pounding so much. That takes me back to the retreat in the, in the great room. Um, and, and I was taken back to be a little child. And that card almost to the, to the, to the T represents and evokes the memories, brings back the memories of being in that space. It is so exquisitely beautiful. Yes, I mean, the power of the illustration, the power of the, the figures, incredible. What's so great is that you can take your individual, you know, like you're saying, it takes you back as to your childhood. Yeah. I have a situation where it reminds me of something like, it, everyone can relate to it and yes. it's, you know, specific and they can draw out what that speaks to them individually. Yes. Exactly. Especially a woman who feels that way and then she goes to on a date and it's the little girl inside of her that all that is so scared of rejection that is still crying and you can see here there are this uh red lines and they symbolize the bloodline. Mm -hmm. Right. So what this also opens up the conversation about intergenerational trauma that we talked about and we healed mm -hmm. so much. And, you know, I also want to say that it took me a very long time to find the artist. And the artist is a very magical girl who lives in Crimea in Ukraine. Oh, <laughs> and wow. her name is Anastasia Tilegina. And she's just a magical dreamer who basically really, really heard my vision. And we yes. collaborated on a you know, daily basis for uh, many months. And so those things were coming to her in her dreams in, in, on many occasions. So we really got those things out of the collective subconscious. So now I'm going, that's why they're so effective. So now I'm going to show you the next card, which is called the vampire. All right. So look at this one. Yeah. So, and here you can also probably recognize, you tell me what you see on this card. Well, the girl is a, uh... She's like kind of taking, giving everything to him and he's like, and taking everything that he's giving her as well, you know, and um, just, you know, the red lines, the blood, her sorrow, she just seems very like, like he's draining all her life force, all the blood from her. Exactly. What do you see, Lynn? 
Yes, the same. I mean, the, the, the blood just literally, literally pouring out of her in, in every direction, but mostly out of her, her head, all the, all those sort of feelings of I'm being rejected and, and he looks so callous and so uninterested. And so, you know, whatever, you're just another woman to me. You mean nothing. And, and intaking some of her blood and then moving the blood on again. Yeah, it's incredibly evocative. And your heart really goes out to her and you have a butterfly as well. She's a butterfly too. Yeah, I just noticed the butterfly. Maybe she's going to be in a, she's come out of the Christmas. Maybe she's also, you know, realizing that she, she has power. And, um, she will, you know, it's, she will. Like a tarot journey, it is a journey, but it's for a, a female, right? This is our feminine tarot. And so she starts like this, but then she keeps moving, you know, and then there are other cards. And let, let me see if I can show. Oh, yeah, here's one card, which I think you're going to just love. It's also um, very powerful. It's called Getting Out of Perfectionist Trap. Or, or no, no, actually, this one is uh, the inner critic, right? Yeah, it's not yet getting out. But look, look at this one. Yeah. Can you see it? Mm -hmm. Yes, I love her use of uh, always red. It's just, it's, uh, um, the critic is, is the, the red, you know, strands are moving and, and upwards and hers are, you know, like they're moving downwards and her whole face is drawn down and she's being holding so, I, uh, there's nothing good about me and I just, you know, I'm never going to be what I want to be and a bit of blood almost where her heart is and yeah. Yeah, you see, and this is yes, also, also wooden, right? So she's paralyzed. Yeah. She can't move. Yeah. She's trying to. One of the branches is trying to move, but it's just, it's not going anywhere. So it's really... Wow. Exactly. What else? What else? I just wanted to show you a good card to finish with. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave us with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. So that we, we've had hope. And um, let me see if I can find one, good one. A good one. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's, not, it's not here yet. Well, all right. I'm gonna show soulmate. Soulmate. I'm. I'm just gonna. Hold on. Maybe there is discovery uh, manifestation. So there are discovery cards, transformation cards, and manifestation cards. So um, we work in different ways with them. And uh, okay, fine. I cannot find any of those, but. So I'm just going to show you me and my boyfriend. Here we go. Oh, reunited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2018. I saw some of your photographs. He's, he's, he's the uh, chief car washer now. Like, just stay outside and wash my car. You have one, you one posted one. Oh, that's that's a beautiful. That's such a, he is so, I just love his expressions. That's lovely. Yeah. Valentine's Day. And you're wearing red lipstick. Oh, yeah, of course. He's a really great guy. He's a really wonderful, kind person, creative and wild as well, but also very solid. And and having him, you know, in my life is what, what's also helping me to show to women that there is hope. Because I used to be also this woman who lost too much, a woman who was attracted to narcissists and emotionally available men oh my god you know how many i have behind my back <laughs> you know that's how i know what it feels like to be with that vampire and to be hooked 
and to be voluntarily giving your life force. And, and uh, so it's a great transformation, which I want to wish for everyone to go from that place of um, self-doubt, self-criticism, right? To a place of vivacity and let's go come back to the juju. Juzhing? J-O-O-S-H-I-N-G. Because it came when I was working in France for a while and juzhing, it it's very onomatopoeic. It says what it sounds, what it is. So... Okay. But, well, on that note, beautiful Luba, thank you so much for gracing us with your incredible presence and your wisdom and your just loveliness. You are one of the through and through most lovely people I've ever, ever been, had the privilege to meet. And um, so we look forward to hearing about your zhuzhing, zhuzhing it up stories, yeah. how you continue to zhuzh it up. Can I say something? I want to say something that's very interesting. That sounds zh. Yeah. actually comes from a word in Sanskrit and that word is jiva and that word jiva jiva means yeah. uh, the same word in Russian jizin and it means life wow oh my goodness aliveness that is where it comes from and oh, if you just listen right to that zh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> Well, that's great to know. We didn't know that. So that adds to our uh, <laughs> with our repertoire of information. Yes. About it. And that could actually be, and that could be a way to uh, to uh, to uh, to make your relationships with men more intimate. Because you say, "I'm going to juju." You. <laughs> you are going to be juged. <laughs> Do you want to? Be? I think so. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really magnetic. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the expression, it's the kissing of the lips, you know. You... <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Luba. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you with us today. And um, we love hearing about what you're doing. I know that you are revamping your retreat center. And so we would love to see that maybe another episode they can come and, um, you know, you can give us like a little tour of what you were working on and how it looks and everything to see how you just did that, right? <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. And I want to wish for you, for the zhuzhing, the biggest success. And I'll definitely support you. And, you know, I'm sure that many, many women are going to be so happy to receive from your wisdom and your beauty. And also I want to say that when you showed up and we always showed up in our group, it was always like a sun is coming in, both of you, both of you. So I'm so happy to see that you're doing something together. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, as are we. Thank you so much. Lots and lots and lots of love. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>